Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Feminist Inc. And you know, on my last episode I said I was going to have a guest and I did not forget. So today we're having a very special guest. She has so many um, platforms in which she shares what she believes in. Yes, we have Simbiat, the face of Niger Feminist, that she's on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. In fact, if you're a feminist in Nigeria and you're on Instagram, you should have stumbled on, on one of our posts. So, Simbiat, hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. Good afternoon. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, I'm good. So I said, okay, I said let me invite you because having, being a feminist in Nigeria is not easy. Honestly speaking, this country is full of bigots, sexists. I don't even know. I'm, one part is they're not willing to change. So actually finding someone who had similar views and ideals as I did, I was really excited. I said, ah, I must have you. I must have you here today. So I don't want yeah. to ask that. Yeah. How old were you when you like knew you were a feminist? How old were you exactly? And what led to it? What led to that realization? Okay. Um, okay. I think I'm echoing a bit, right? No, not really. You can plug in your earpiece if you're echoing. Okay. Um. Okay. So. First off, as you know, that feminism is basically a set of ideologies, beliefs, just the normal way we live. So um, I would say I've always been a feminist, not to talk of the fact that, okay, identifying with the word, but I would say I've always been a feminist. Because, for instance, some of the basic ideas that I've always seen women as human beings, yes, and they always made sense to me that women should, women and girls should be their own person. Of course, I think what happened was I later realized that everybody do not think the same way, <laughs> just like what um, uh-huh. you were trying to say. So if you say that about believe men and women are equal, absolutely. Was I aware that people think men and women are not equal? Okay, basically, maybe in secondary school, I felt like in 1800 or in 1400 or in 2098, some people believe men are not equal. But I thought like all of that is behind us now. Like that's olden days ideology. Like <laughs> nobody actually thinks that. Like those are era of slave trade and slave trade had ended. Those are when they're still cutting bushes and stuff and all of those areas ended. So in the idea of being a feminist, I've always just older ideology. I think the shock was when I realized people, a lot of people did not hold their ideology. So mostly in 2020, during the pandemic, I wasn't much on Twitter. I had always had a Twitter account. I've always shared with feminist rhetoric, but you know, at 2020, I paid attention to Twitter. And then I saw comments on that post, and I'm like, whoa, something is wrong here. Are you telling me that in 21st centuries, millennials, Gen Z, still think this way? 
you know, and of course, I was just observing because when I'm on a social media platform, I really usually don't talk, you know, just reach post and work past now. So the early stage of 2020, I was just like really observing and I'm like, wait, people really think this way. And then I also saw that they tend to demonize feminists. So they tend to demonize the word feminist. And you know, feminists are people that basically believe men and women are equal and have similar ideologies from their blah blah blah. So yeah. feminists are bitter people, they begin to realize that they are saying men are women who believe men and women are equal are bitter people. Then it became clear that they are trying to scare women from identifying as feminists. Again, women are socialized. Yes. To- about what people think. So when you demonize the word feminist, mm-hmm. you are not even interested in finding out what feminism or feminist is about. You are more interested in not identifying mm-hmm. yes. mm-hmm. they are literally and demonizing people. No, something is wrong. Because that was how I just started looking at like something is wrong. So mm-hmm. when I said that they were trying to demonize people from identifying feminist, the first thing I did was to change my name to feminist. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because then if you don't really know a feminist one on one and all you hear about them is some distant people that are old, bitter, and lonely and whatever, you are likely not going to look into the movement. You are likely going to look into your humanity. But if you already know me and you know that I'm loud proud as a feminist, then you already know that okay, person that is not a bitter. So whatever, whatever women. So it becomes more real, which is why it's more important for more women to identify as feminists. As feminists. Yeah. So then we're not going. I, yeah. Do you understand? So the more people yeah, yeah. identify as feminists, the more you break the stereotypes. Because now when you say feminists are bitter black old women, and everybody has identified the tag feminist. So it loses the meaning, it loses the essence. It is yes. the essence of the derogatoriness they're trying to attach to it because then. Uh, what, what does that mean? That it means we are all bitter and lonely in this whole wide world now. So you know, <laughs> you I get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying because, so, because when I did this questionnaire, I did a questionnaire, and I asked women of different ages that are they feminists, and the most common response I got was that they believe that women and men are equal, but they don't identify as feminists. They don't exactly. want to be seen as a feminist, like. That was and the most common response. So I really get what you are saying. So that big works. And the trick works because if you are absent-minded about, you don't really look deep into issues. And the only thing you just take is surface level. You just say that they just say feminists are bad, but you do not take your time to look at, okay, what are these people who are feminists saying? You know, you get scared. But someone like me, before I say sites, I always look into issues. I always look into mm. issues to judge by myself. So it's easy for me to say, oh, so this is what people are doing. I'd be first thing first. I first change my Twitter and look to feminists. <laughs> so okay. it, just, it takes me like, okay, um, after some years in my life, I believe men and women are equal and I decide to be a feminist. No, I've always had feminist ideals. But I then realized that we are playing politics here in this society. 
Right. Yes. So basically politics, when you are trying to demonize the term, because when you demonize it, people don't want to associate with it, and they don't really want to go deep into what they're thinking. And then I had a friend, you know, it's not just start having more conversations. I had a friend who then said, ah, she, just like what you just said, you know, she believes in all of these things I'm saying, you know, but she doesn't want to be a feminist so that she won't get, and uh, so that she, it won't affect her getting jobs or getting employment or whatever. So you know what I do? The first time I go to a job interview, one of the first things you say, tell me about your service, I tell them I'm a feminist. Yeah, wow, I like, how does that turn out for you? Nobody cares. Exactly. Nobody cares. So they have just brainwashing and scaring women unnecessarily, or women are letting themselves be scared unnecessarily. Because again, everything just seems to be in our mind. Yeah. Nobody cares. When I go to interview, the person I'll tell you is I'm a feminist. I like that. I think I'm and then I like that. that. In real life, no man wants to say anything negative about feminists. In True. real life, no man wants to say anything negative about feminists. They just say, mm, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, No man wants to say, I'll be like, why people don't like feminists now? People are like, no, 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 it's not as if we don't like feminists. Like, so who are the people that don't like feminists? Oh. Are they On social people? media, that's where you see them very well. In the real world, most people don't care. Most men can't stand up to your face. Even when they ask you out and you say, I'm a feminist, it's either they don't know the meaning of the word feminist or they just don't care. Because so, <laughs> a lot of these things are just shambles. They're just narratives. Yeah. There's nothing real to it. Feminine will not ask you out. It's a lie. Men have feminists all the time. In fact, if you ask me a question, I'll you. tell you I'm a feminist. And I'll ask mm-hmm. you, you say, Okay, I'll say, I will you feminist, sir. <laughs> uh, that's what I did too. Like, any guy that wants to become interested is interested in me. I just be like, I'm a feminist. Are you a feminist? Because I can't date a guy that is not a feminist. It can never happen and it cannot work out. Because I, 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 I do that. Yes, I believe men and women are equal, even Mm. So, like, all 
these years, all the things we've been taking for granted, like, oh, men and women are equal, because again, that's, that's, that's the basis of all the old feminism. Like a man that does not see a woman as equal, everything is wrong. He can never teach you to respect because that is even just demonizing on its own sense. Male, female are a pair of human beings. The moment one person deems another person is inferior, that's demonization. Now, how do you treat someone you demonize with respect? How do you love the person? How do you care about the person? So everything comes wrong. So one of the fundamental questions I have men is. Do you believe men and women are equal? If gender is dead, but you are cancelled. Uh, yeah, because there's nothing you want to do. Uh, if your mentality is men and women are not equal, then there's just no how. You will be misogynistic. In fact, that, that, that idea is already misogynistic. Yeah. So it boils down to that. So then again, the issue of demand and demand rain appreciation came up. Right, mm-hmm. and we saw a lot of how they bullied Kate and they bullied a whole lot of feminists. And it was at that point I became a radical feminist because mm-hmm. I now understood. So this is how you want to play the game. Men give absolutely no damn about women. They all care about self-preservation. When I started getting into conversations, feminism and stuff. And it was not even as if I get in conversation like, oh, feminist or no feminist, whatever. No, it's about little issues like, serious issues like this rape. Then you're not trying to have, you know, serious conversation with these men that are tweeting, saying, if it's in blaming. And you're like, look at this thing. Does this make sense? You're just having conversation with them, convincing them. And then you realize that men would rather you be raped than them to go to prison for rape. Mm, true, very true. Is that men will choose to believe that a man did not rape a woman, they will choose to take that side. But it wasn't a problem with you believing women, your fellow woman. Yeah. Do you get yeah. So it's not to disbelieve women, it's another thing to say to have a problem with women disbelieving women. Yeah, like, oh, no, I don't what you're saying. Like, okay, nobody said you shouldn't believe men if you want to believe men, but let us believe women in peace. I get that. Can you see the double standard? Yeah. So it becomes clear yeah. that not only do men not care about rape, they don't care about women. And we really have a problem with women. Men care about themselves. And the moment that became clear to me, because again, that was not clear to me. Me, I thought we all hate rape, and we all hate rapists, and we all rape, we want rape to end. But then, men are the one raping women. So, of course, they want to be able to rape women and get away with it. So, especially yeah. when to cooperate, when they are the one causing the harm, it's senseless. True, so true. Doesn't make so any sense. Fundamental realization, which is what women need to realize men care about themselves. They don't care about right or wrong, they don't care about fair or not, they don't care about true or false. What men care about is themselves first. Only if you say that, if you tell men that men, you know, rape occurs a whole lot, why don't we let it make it guilty before innocence? Men will say never. Do you understand? If you say let's make it yeah. be, um uh, guilty until proving innocence in the case of rape, <laughs> men will say never. If you say, but you know, women get raped a lot, they'll say 
the thing that actually shocks me is that some women actually don't believe other women. That internalized misogyny. Because so, sometimes it's not only sometimes men surprise me by saying something sensible. But then the, a woman will just be like, eh, look at what she was wearing. Or mm, how do we do we have proof? Like, and I'm like, ah, it's coming from a fellow woman. Yes, but that becomes as a result of socialization. We women are fundamentally socialized to hate ourselves. I agree. And we are from the things that we are girls. Because looking at it now, a lot of things I did as a child, men no make absolutely no sense. People are Muslim Christians. In a way, I've never really believed that a serpent spoke to a snake spoke to any human being. <laughs> I was absolutely sure that I had not to realize that people actually really believed it for real. Because then again, you know, we have the Yoruba version of how the escape, which is bed, uh, use the fingers to press stand all across the earth. <laughs> we heard that story, but we never really believed in it. Right? Like we heard it beyond our head when the teacher told us. But we never yeah. really believed it. So how come we really believe that they created somebody from dust or they created somebody from sand or uh, one person they make where one serpent spoke to one snake spoke to one person. Like, if you are not going to believe the Yoruba version, why are we believing in the Western version? Hmm, that's another way of looking at it. Of course, because everybody has their own version. You know, there's the Yoruba version, there's the Western version, there's the culture version of how the earth came to be and how who, who created who. There's the Odudua, there's the Shango, there's the so Jesus, there's the Muslim. So, me, I just said everything, but I did not really know that some people actually really, really believed it because really it doesn't make any sense. Like what we are seeing in real life is different from the stories that are told to us, and there are different versions of the stories. So if you even take any version seriously, you should be taking the version of the Yoruba people now. If you are Yoruba, and if you are Igbo, you take your own version. So how come is the Western version you are taking and taking so seriously? But then, yeah. A lot of children believed it, just as just the same way a lot of children believe in Santa. Just the same way a lot of children believe in like a lot of things. When I was growing up, we had a mosque in front of our house. We used to go and visit the man. I mean, we used to go to the mosque every day. The man preaches and say, "My which means that always have sex with your husband. It's your duty as a wife to have sex with your husband. Now. As a child, I heard that every single night. Again, at first, it did not make sense to me. But later, I rationalized it and accepted it that sex is the duty of a woman to a man. Now, as an adult and as a feminist, I knew that that, that doesn't make any sense. That's basically rape culture. But the point is that as a girl, I believed it. So you really can't blame those women because if we hear something over and over and over and over and, and over, over again. Yes. So if as children we edit over and over and over again, that if you wear short skirts, you will be raped and it will be your fault. Right. Of course we believe it. And as an adult, if you're not unlearning, of course we say things like, why do you still to wear short skirts? Because remember that your parents have told you over and over and over again, I don't wear short skirts, you can't be your fault. So these girls are not doing it. 
to to just because they eat women or stuff, they're not doing it because they are wicked. No. And that's one thing we need to realize. And that's one of the reasons why I put a lot of effort on my blog. Because what we first need to do is we first need to put social awareness in women. Because we women are actually brought up as girls to hate ourselves. It's true. Now, the different stages is now how much we internalize, how much we are learning, and how much we are relearning. If somebody has never heard the word community before, or has never heard the word men and women are equal, and if all the things they've been brought up is to say men are superior to women, that would be their reality, and that would be the only thing they know, and that would be the only thing they will say, and they will say it with conviction. Yeah. When I did that question now, a lot of young girls below the age of, I mean, around the age of 13, 13, 14, I asked them, do they know the meaning of feminism? They said they don't know. A lot of girls don't know what feminism is, and it's so, so, so sad. I think we yeah. really need to get the word out there to catch them young. Many of us in this society, in Nigeria, for instance, how many of us are even feminists? I think the feminist for Nigerians in Nigeria, but most of my followers are foreigners. Hmm. Even me too. Most of my followers, they're not even Nigerian. Honestly. Most of the people that interact on my clubs are, you know, are foreigners. Because it makes more sense to them. Also because they are in a society where they've there are things like that are being shut down over and over and over again, which again makes what our work as feminists important. At the end of the day, not all women will be feminists, but we women that are feminists should be committed to raising the social awareness in other women. Do you mean like this now? I'm like, feminism is my gospel. If you meet me as a woman, you will hear feminism. I will deconstruct <laughs> every single choice if you are making. Good thing for you. <laughs> feminist or feminism to you. But we'll talk about your marriage and we'll talk about how your husband cheating on you makes no sense and how you stay in it makes no sense. Hmm. I will bring the social awareness to you that don't see yourself as a peer. I'll make you know that being a wife doesn't make any sense. So you are the one washing, sweeping, cooking, taking care of the children, you still drop money. The man will still cheat on you. And then I'll ask you, what is the need for you? Basically, feminism. Mm -hmm. What is in it for you? And then if you not think I say it's true, there's really nothing in it for me. And you know that's why they will say feminists are breaking homes and marriages. That's why men put a lot of people into organizing feminism. That is their own work. Because these marriages are toxic to women. The only broken bad men now. That is, that is how the whole concept of marriage was created in the first place. The whole concept and I believe that some marriages, I believe some marriages, I believe some marriages are, okay, when you are getting to the modern day marriages, they are much more, um, like, in, in what to, way? like, benefit women. In what way? Less of those roles, the gender roles are coming marriage now. The, which the workload is being a bit balanced. 
Why? Why should it be a, a bit, bit balanced? I'm not necessarily balanced. True, true. But I get it there. No money. Women have absolutely no need to man manage marriage. Because what is the reason why you are managing marriage? Why? Are they giving you a word today? Well, women have been socialized. They don't get married. It's the end of the world for them. Oh, but why? Because the thing is that as women, which is what I realized, our main problem and our only problem is mentality. Okay. That's it. It's just like uh, people say this day, we are active of our own mentality, put in our own prison, or how do they say it? It's mentality. Our problem is that we put ourselves in a cage of mentality. The women, women are liberated in their minds. It is game over. Will be a force to be reckoned with? It's game over. Yeah. Because this is mentality. There's nothing, it's narrative, it's basically narrative, everything is what, and that is why men work very hard to keep their narratives, and why they are very angry with feminists. Because the only thing they benefit is from narratives, like Ben Washington, when you Ben Washington and say that, your life can never amount to anything until you, you kill certain people. It's brainwashing. Yeah. The from that brainwashing yeah. are done. The only thing they tell women is that you must be married. We just married to tell us over and over again from children. The moment we say that there's really absolutely nothing in this marriage, no, it's game over now. We will not be married. Then who will not be sweeping for the men? Who will not be washing plates for the men? Who will not be cooking for the men? If somebody say you are not married, it's not the instruction because it's, it's carries absolutely no weight. Hopefully, we can get to this stage where women are marrying because they want to get married. Because there's something Because again, marriage as an institution is not something women should be participating in at all. Okay, I wanted to ask, ask another question. So, I'm sure, like, when you started Niger Feminist, you must have yeah. received a lot of, like, um, unnecessary comments from family or some unhelpful comments from strangers that that you know now you know these things that negative comments that feminists get that your own is too much i the only one that who's going to marry you so how how exactly do you do you deal with this um comments this unnecessary and unhelpful comment that nobody asks for because the truth is, as a feminist, I'm interested in raising social consciousness, right? So, yeah. if you as a man tell me, oh, your own is too much, whatever, whatever, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's irrelevant to me. <laughs> that, that, like, your, like, your opinion is like highly relevant to me. Of course, you are doing your job of you know, trying to discourage people from being feminine so that I can favor you as a man. So that makes no sense to me. But if you are a woman telling me that, hey, your, your work as a feminist is too much, then it gives me an opportunity to have a conversation with you. Hmm, I like that. I like that perspective. I like so that perspective. then I tell you exactly what is too much. And if you say, ah, you just ate me, and I'll be like, ah, 
and you say, which of the eight, how do I eat men? And you say, because you talk about rape, okay. Does so it mean that men should rape women? Yes, I would know that. Okay. Uh, is it good for women to keep getting raped? Yes, I would know. So it gives me an opportunity to, you know, have a conversation with you. Give me a room to have social consciousness. And if you're a man, you know, and I have your time, then again, ask your question. And if you say you hate women and men, and I'll be like, okay, how? And you say you post a lot of things about negative things about men. Okay, but it's not men that are doing it because I don't get it. <laughs> 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 this, this is my last question, actually, before we round up. So I wanted to say, when I went, I checked up you, you on Twitter and I saw your banner said with these quotes that said, we shall dance on the grave of the patriarchy and drink the bitter tears of media coming. I mean, I really like that. But when did you get it? Like, what gave you the, the, the to actually put it there? No, the quote is not for me. I think the quote is entirely from someone else. I just like the wordings and I used it as my banner. That's just it. It's like really nice. Okay. Because of course, you know, medical men are going to complain a lot, and then you have to drink the bitter tears. So it's that a nice quote I saw somewhere, and I use that my friend. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for like being a guest. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Not just me, but all my listeners. <laughs> thank really you, appreciate it. Thank you so, so hopefully we can do this. Hopefully we can do this another time. Maybe I don't know. Sometime in the future. Yeah. Yes, sure. Please let's do this. Let's have a lot of conversations. Conversations are really important because narrative is what was used to brainwash a lot of women to it, and I like misogyny. And it's definitely narrative we are going to use to get ourselves out of it, at least for the most part. Yeah. Okay. So it was, so it was nice speaking with you. Nice to meet you, Brian. Yeah. Bye. Okay. So, guys, we've come to the end of the episode. Make sure to follow her on Twitter, Instagram, also on TikTok at Niger Feminist. And if you like this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and give it a heart. Bye, guys. Bye.